Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Sunday Sweats podcast, the third episode. Uh, I'm joined with the huge Reg, as well as Jack, the producer, and Nevada Trav, still working at 522. It's only 522, but I forgot I do nothing, so. <laughs> yeah. I you don't have a real job. Yeah, so. I guess so. Uh, Just sells makeup online or something. <laughs> it's cosmetics. Get it right. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, we have a pretty uh, good loaded show today. Uh, we originally were just going to start with, I think, picks and maybe a couple different stories, but uh, Reggie came in hot demanding that we uh, bring Reggie's rants to the uh, Wednesday edition, so uh, I'm going to let Reggie, I can still see the veins of his neck popping out right now, um, so Reggie's going to dive into Reggie's rants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, today was a stressful day at work in general, but... A couple days ago, I plan a golf trip every single year. In the last couple years, we've gone to Sand Valley, which, for those of you who don't know, is like this hidden gem, or not so much hidden anymore, but in the definitely middle not of anymore. <laughs> definitely not anymore. In the middle of Wisconsin, it's the same guys who do like Bandon Dunes, essentially. And so, for a guy's golf trip, you know, it's great because we can bring people from Chicago. I have a bunch of Minnesota friends that come in, a couple people from Iowa. This year, we got a couple people from the West Coast. And so, I plan this every year. And this year, we have 16 guys. And it's essentially the same trip, we just have more people. So, I booked it back in July of 2020, and we go on it in May. And so, I booked it well in advance. So, we booked it for 16 guys, we got two cabins. You know, we were ahead of the game. We got all the tee times we wanted. And when I was booking it, they said, you know, it's based on 2020 rates, essentially, because um, they hadn't come out with the 2021s yet for the rates. But for the last three years we've gone, they haven't changed the rates. So I was like, whatever, that's fine. So you pay a deposit, a couple grand, whatever it is. Well, in November, we get an email price change. The original price is like, 800 ish dollars we pay like or play like three rounds of golf three rounds of the on the par three course we stay three nights in this really nice villa cabin there you know even nevada trav has gone on it and you know he loved it and um so we're there for you know 800 for a few nights well they upped it and they sent this email it looks just like the confirmation email you get when you first book it so i didn't even pay attention to it but eventually I wanted to send an update to the guys on the trip. So I looked at it or went back and looked at it. And they upped the price by 60%. It was ridiculous. It went from $800 to $1,300 a guy. It is crazy. And so it went from like 105 a golf round to 170 The villa went from 1000 to like 1600 a night. And we had two of those. And so it just was astronomically more expensive. And they just sent this little old email. They didn't say like big price change in it or anything. It was just this bullshit email that if I went to pay attention, I would have never noticed and we would have got there and I would have thrown a huge rant when I wasn't gonna pay and was leaving. <laughs> but anyways, so I called and bitched at him. And you know, I did it in a nice way because it's Wisconsin and like the ladies who run the reception are pretty nice. So I didn't wanna be like yelling, it's not her fault. But basically discussed it with her and was like, look, we've gone on this before. I even pulled up all the emails and they made a typo in one of them. So there's a section where it says your deposit's based on this rate. And it said 2021. 
which is their mistake because really the deposit was based on 2020 rates because they tell you how they calculate the deposit. If you did the math, it would have been based on the 2020 rates. So I felt like I had a little leverage. And so I even screenshotted it and emailed it to her um, so I could like prove that they screwed it up essentially. Well, in the end, she went back to supervisors, called me a few days later and said that basically they couldn't do anything. And I remember being on the phone and her saying that, and I just kind of waited for the pause and was waiting for her to say, but we can do this. And then just nothing ever came. And so I was hoping they threw like part three rounds in or something, but they did nothing. So anyways, I discussed with her, I was like, well, we might have to cancel. Like this is up 60%. It's not like it was a 10% increase or whatever. And I was like, maybe we'll cancel, maybe we'll downsize, whatever it might be. So anyways, I go back to all my buddies and tell them the situation. We start looking at options, cancel a day, or maybe we stay at an Airbnb. And so we decided to stay at an Airbnb nearby. And the Airbnb is pretty nice, but then you gotta drive to and from the course, so we'll have to figure that out. But that's what we decided to do. So we still have to end up canceling the cabins eventually. And I've looked at all the cancellation policies and stuff, and basically you can cancel up to 10 days before with nothing happening essentially. And so I called the cancel two days ago. And when I called the cancel, the lady was like, well, if you cancel the, the cottages, then you gotta cancel your tea times. And it's 16 guys, so it's four tea times. And there, we play one round and then a sandbox round after it every single day. So the timing's important. And I was like, why is that? Why can't I just cancel the cabins? And she said, that's the way it works. Like, you have a 30-day window to cancel. And I was like, no, 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 it says 10. She's like, well, you know, maybe that's what it says. But she's like, you can cancel, but then to book new tea times, if you're not staying at the resort, you only have 30 days from when um, or from before you're coming. So I was like, wait, you're telling me that I can wait until the 11th day before we're supposed to come cancel all everything and then just rebook tea times and she's like yeah i was like that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard because you wouldn't you want to know now because they can refill the cottages like why would you want me to wait till the 11th day it's like 50 days out or whatever right now and she didn't really have an answer for me and she's like well if you want my supervisor to call me back and i was like yeah so anyways today the supervisor calls me back this morning and she actually said to call yesterday, and he never did. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> but, Very important detail there. Yeah, well, it's just a little petty thing. But, anyways. So, he calls me this morning, and I start discussing it with him. And I'm like, look, we booked this back in July. We've came the last two, three years. It was $800. You upped it 60%. And then I called back to complain about that and said that, Hey, you know, like we might cancel or downgrade a reservation or whatever. No one ever brought up the fact that if you're not staying at the resort, there's no tea times available essentially during certain months because of the sun going down early. It's all like preference goes to the resort guests. And so he like understand or understood why I was mad. And like the other issue with this is there's nothing in their terms and conditions on their website, their cancellation policies, their frequently asked questions. I read through all this stuff. Nothing explains this whole 
day round of golf or whatever, like you're not staying at the resort, even if they're even if you look at their pricing, it'll say resort guest rate and day rate guest rate, and they're lumped together. It's the same price, so it's not like you even get a better deal if you're staying at the resort. You just get preference on the tee times, I guess, which is said nowhere. So, anyways, I just complained to this guy forever, essentially. And he ended up throwing this whole, like, oh, we have investors, so, like, we can't really give discounts or really do things. I was like, whatever. Like, if, it, if your investors are really that invested in this golf course, you're about to lose out on 16 guys plus whoever they tell about this that are never going to come ever again. And we've been the last three years. Now, I don't want, I don't have to do the calculation on that, but you're going to lose money. And so I told him that. And I also told him, I was like, look, if you don't fix this, the first thing that's going to happen is there's going to be 16 guys that go on your web or your Google reviews and give you a one star rating and just hammer your rating. And I was like, I don't want to do that because I like your place, but this is unacceptable. And so anyways, we end up hanging up eventually. And he said he'd call me back and talk to his supervisors. I don't know, everyone's got a supervisor, I guess. <laughs> and so then he ends up calling me back a few hours later talking with me and I knew I even called my other buddy I was like I bet what he does is he's going to go back and he's going to get us the thousand dollar rate for a cabin and try and make that fly but the issue is we've already booked the Airbnb and you can't cancel that or unless without a penalty and at this point it's 50% of it because it's been more than like 48 hours so anyways, he calls me back. Sure enough, what does he offer? He's all happy about it. He's like, yeah, guess what I could do, you know? I really helped you out. Like, I got you this, you know, the rate reduced to the $1,000 one you got last year. And I was just like, you know, that would have been great, like, a month ago when I called and complained when you guys upped it 60%. But I got this Airbnb that I already booked. So I was like, what are you going to do about that $2,000 house? <laughs> and he didn't really have an answer for that. And so we go round and round. I still just continue to bitch. And then, you know, he, he tried to like come back at me a little bit. I'm just like, look, at the end of the day, you have no information about this type of situation. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It hasn't really come up in the three, four years I've been here. And I was like, well, that doesn't really matter. So anyways, what I found out is we can now do it for a thousand dollars a night, which, you know, saves us some money. The Airbnb, we can, you know, get rid of for 50% and take a hit on that. And so that comes out to be like 60-ish books a guy. So what I plan to do, I haven't, I want to get all my friends to agree to this first, but I'm going to go back to them and say, look, let me sell this to my buddies easily and give me a, a free round at the sandbox, which is the par three course. And that's like 50 bucks a round and make it like a wash. Maybe throw in a couple beers. <laughs> Maybe, you know, you get a little kit when you go into some nice hotel or something. Like, they're prepared for you. I was like, maybe do something like that, which he should anyways. But I feel like if I say it, he probably or he might do that. So that's kind of the plan. You know, we'll end up paying a little bit more now than we did last year just because they still up the golf rates. But we got the cabin down, the Airbnb. I'm hoping to make a wash with a free round of golf, essentially, for the sandbox. So... In the end, now we get to stay on the resort and not have to drive to and from it and get even more fucked up than we probably would anyway. So it's not all bad. It's just been very stressful, and I've had to talk to these people a lot. I've told that story like 15 times now.
So I'm glad now it's on the podcast and so now people can just listen. I'm, I'm, if someone asks yeah, what happened, just I'm just going to be like, go to the, the podcast. Record, yeah, it's on the record. Man, what a what a day for you. <sighs> it's a lot of talking. I just couldn't even imagine. Not all heroes wear capes. You just keep drinking that Bud Light lemon seltzer. No, it's fine. We have nothing else. <laughs> and it's pineapple. Thank you very uh, much. Even better. We went through everything over St. Patrick's Day weekend. Like, there's nothing here. How many Bud Light seltzers did we drink? A lot. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> all right. So the rant's done. We can move into golf picks now. And Adam, you can start because I need a break. You're all tired from talking? Yeah, I am. All right, well, good, because I have a lot of bets this week. Um, I decided to go back. Wait, and it's the Honda Classic. It, yes, it is the Honda Classic. We're still in Florida. Yeah. Um, and so I have first-round leader bets. I have outright winner, and I have a T20. And then I have a surprise at the end for people who really want a scratchy lottery ticket golf pick. <laughs> so for first-round leader... Um, and to be completely honest with you, I basically just didn't really study this much, and just a lot Me of these either. are just complete crapshoots. Just <laughs> I literally I just looked at golfers who are playing in this. I mean, there's like also at, like 20 minutes. Ago. There's also like no big name guys in the field. Like Neiman, Neiman and M are like the two biggest names. Yeah. So there's no like for sure big lock guys in there, I guess. Um, but for first round leader, I have uh, I think it's Dylan Fratelli. Yeah. At 70 to one. I have Luke List at 80 to 1. I have uh, Ches Reeve at 90 to 1. I have Jonathan Vegas, the Venezuelan bull, at 100 to 1. You got about 100 to 1? Yep. Uh, these are for first round leaders. Yeah, I, have, I, uh, I have Patty Perez at 120 to 1. And then I just had to do it because he's in it. I have Chesson at 150 to 1. Uh, the thing with Chesson, though, is he's like the second group to tee off. And it might not be as windy then. Cause it's supposed to be yeah, like 15 I, I to 25 mile an hour winds. There's a draw this week. And so I said, hey, I, I saw Chesson was right up there. I said, maybe he'll somehow do what he did last weekend uh, or two tournaments ago, which was like five under, I think, first round. And somehow it might stick. Um, that's what I got for first round leader. I did a, I only did a 25 or a quarter of a unit on each of them, though. But, I mean, all of them, all their payouts are pretty decent, so. Yeah, so I have, I have some first rounds, too. I actually haven't bet anything yet. I really haven't had time today. I just look at, looked at the lines, like, 20 minutes what ago. What a great host. <laughs> yeah, right? So great picks here. <laughs> just throwing darts at the board, basically. But I did have – well, and the other thing is my DraftKings account, like, it was just airing out. Like, it wouldn't let me log in. So all these lines are from points back. Ah, uh, no rate shopping. Yes, well, I'm, well, I haven't placed anything yet. I just have what I think I'm going to place. Well, I'll, I'll say that Vegas, Perez, and List were all on FanDuel, and the rest were all on points bet. Okay, so I have Vegas on mine as well, but I – or points bet as I'm 80 to 1 for first round yeah, leader. Yeah, I did rate shopping, so okay. I, I said all the best lines of the books that I – Okay. Go to. And then I have Denny McCarthy, you know, just riding with him again. I got him 80 to 1 again. I, you know, maybe I'll go low. He had a good week last week. I had Aaron, I have Aaron Wise too at 80 to 1. I guess I just like 80 to 1, but <laughs> Aaron Wise, I mean, he can go low and he's got the skill to win tournaments. It's just, he can never piece it together. So I feel like a first round leader is all right for him. Is that all you have? That's all I got for first round. Oh, okay. Uh, well, for outrights, um, I have eight guys this week. Um, oh, I'm kind of just throwing, throwing and seeing if we can hit on one of them. Um, I have uh, – I kept riding with Chris Kirk 
I know I kind of slandered yeah. him a little bit, but <laughs> I mean his stats are still good, and what he his uh, his approach is still. I don't know. He could he could have fell off the wagon after last well, week. <laughs> that's a little ball. I don't know if I'm going to go there, but I think he'll be all right this week. I think he'll bounce back. I got same. I got the dinosaur Keegan Bradley uh, yeah, at fifty a lot to of one. Him, yeah. um, I went with uh, Illinois native Doug Gim. I figured he could bounce back after last week. He just had a blow-up. I mean, his last round was just a complete meltdown, but otherwise he played good golf. Um, I have Kevin Streelman at 75-1. to one. Ooh. I have Jonathan Vegas at 95-1. to one. I have um, – and then two guys. I have Shane Lowry um, he's a at 25-1. to one. He's a favorite. Uh, he's definitely one of the top guys, but um, I felt that being a guy – um, who is from Ireland? Yeah, could be a, correct. The wind, the wind. Yeah, you know, it's a windy place. I have place. a pick for that reason as yes. well. Yes, and then I have uh, Matt Wallace at sixty to one. Um, Did you just look up extra expert picks? It was all like Wallace, Wallery, like. <laughs> I, well, I, if that's the case, then if you look at my the one I saved for last, I went with my boy. Once I saw he's in the field, I knew I had to roll with him, and I saw an outrageous number. Rafa Campos is back playing golf <laughs> I at 240 to 1 odds. So we're oh. back rolling with Rafael Campos. I think that he's going to come out strong. He had a great showing at the Puerto Rico Open. So. I think that it's a, it's a small sail over to Florida. <laughs> And it was windy in Puerto Rico Open. I know. And it's going to be windy here. I was really tempted to throw him at first round lead. I, I couldn't find a good enough number that I, I wanted. I wanted him at like 150, and he was down to like 180. I told you we were going to have one of the same picks, and it's Rafa. You saw Rafa? <laughs> yeah, I got Rafa. I just think Rafa's added to like the chess and list for me. That he's just going to be bet every single time. So... I think it was before we had the podcast, right? Yeah, the Puerto yeah. Rico was. Yeah, yeah. so we it went was back in my glory days. And I actually <laughs> won a bet. Yeah, right before <laughs> we started, we uh, we went to the bar. And we had money on the Puerto Rico Open, and Adam had Rafa that he bet like two hundred. Like, yeah, I had him at two hundred to one odds to win the Puerto Rico Open, and then he was like leading after the first round or something, and uh, I was in Iowa, and so you text me and said that, and so then I got him at like. I think I got him 30, 41, but I put enough money on it to make more than Adam. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> and so then on Sunday, he had a shot, and so we went to the bar, and we were just – we put the Puerto Rico open. There was another tournament on. that Was it WGC? Yeah, WGC was on. And we're like, no, nah, no. Nah, like, that's for all the slap dicks. Put the Puerto, Puerto, Rico, Puerto on. Rico open. And there was a guy at the bar that was just going nuts for Rafa. So that's why I picked him. 250 to one as well, or like 250. Yeah, you had 240. Where's 250? I got it at points bet. I mean, I guess I haven't bet it yet. What? Well, I th- <laughs> maybe some money came in the, on him. The numbers have adjusted because he was at 200 on points bet. Oh, I had him at 250. Oh well, but guess I got to go back and look. Anyways, yeah. So basically, rape chop is is what we're saying. Um, I also have Han. You know, he had a round last week that was, or he, he was playing fairly well until the weekend. So. I don't know. I put him in there, PXG guy, kind of like that. Um, and then I have Russell Knox, who was who's you know Scottish player, and so wind. That's kind of why I picked yep. him as well. He's also been fairly decent recently. Um, I have Aaron Wise again um, on winner as well as first round leader. It's time for him to win again. It's been a, I think maybe two years. Yeah, I think he won his first year on tour, and he's kind of gone downhill a little bit. 
And then I have Streelman just because he's been ball striking. You know, he's been hitting it really well lately. Uh, I think he had a missed cut last week, maybe. But I think he's going to come back from that. The win ball striking is at a premium. Um, and then I have some top tens. I don't. Do you have anything else? I just have a top twenty, and then my other bets. Well, top twenty. What is it? Campos. Rafa. <laughs> Rafa. He was, he was nine. It? it was nine and a half to one for top twenty. Well, I, I have him for top ten at twenty to one, so I wasn't scared. Where? You have him at twenty to one for top. Oh, top for top ten. Top ten. Top, yeah, 10, top, top 10, ten. Top ten. Yeah. I thought. I thought you said top twenty. No, for a second. no. I was about to be like, what the. <laughs> um, I also have Harry Higgs because I mean, who doesn't love Harry? Yeah, Higgs? it's tough to bet against Harry I mean, Higgs. I guarantee if Nevada Trav watched golf, that would be his favorite player outside of maybe Wolfie, just because obviously the Wolfpack. Um, but I have him 10 earlier in the year, so I hope Peter. maybe he gets a comeback. Yep. Yeah. And then Stuart Sink. I mean, you got to have the old man every now and then. And he's been playing well. He won not that long ago, so you never know. And I, I bet he plays well. It's, if it's going to play hard, he's going to play well, is what I'm thinking. So those are what we got so far. I don't know. Do you have any other ones? Uh, I just have the ultimate degenerate play, but I don't know if people want to. <laughs> I want to hear it. All right. Well, you know, as you know, the Kenyan Open is gone this week as well. <laughs> Jesus. And so uh, you know, I had to do naturally a little bit of research on there. Um, you probably did more research on there than you did for the yeah, actual tournament. Of course, in Kenya. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's the Kenyan Open, dude. <laughs> um, and so I, I bear with me because these names are just a doozy. <laughs> I, I just, I'm gonna botch them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this dude's first name is Wilco. Wilco uh, Ni Niamber uh, was fifty to one. Uh, to win the whole thing, which I liked. <laughs> Let me get why you pick some of these guys. Probably from, like, how would you look his it His name's up? based off the he, Chicago band Wilco. He's from Kenya. <laughs> Aren't they all? No. <laughs> like, Jazz is in this tournament. That, like, Kirk Katamaya dude's the favorite to win it. There are, like, some names in this tournament. I didn't People even know. the trip. I didn't even know what was going on. Well, the more you know. What's this the is what they're going to be like in Kenya. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then I got another dude who I just this dude's just a complete crapshoot. If this thing hits, like <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Uh, his name's Dismas uh, Indiza. Uh, for first round leader, he was three hundred and fifty to one, oh, and outright outright winner is a thousand to one. Um, he's fifty two years old, oh, and he's like the most well known Kenyan golfer I've I've done some research on, <laughs> and I was reading a story that he like got third in like 2013 at this tournament and that's like, that's, that's like a decade like years ago. <laughs> I know and I guess that the people were just going absolutely insane <laughs> like I just I just want to see that so 350 to 1 for first round leader and 1000 to 1 outright uh, in in Diza in Diza uh, those are the two Kenya open picks wow I and both of those you have to be off those are it's very tough to find odds <laughs> in, yeah, in uh, legalized yeah you have to have you have to know a guy <laughs> either know a guy or be be in the very most the very popular offshore book has Kenyan open odds you have to do a little digging but it makes sense why I didn't know about yeah, it yeah you I, I went in depth for this one <laughs> wow that's that's impressive all right we got a new segment coming up here called Reggie reminisces so and this is where Reggie just kicks back in the old rocking chair on the porch and tells his old war stories from the golf course. Yeah, most of them are funny, but like aren't 
great for me usually. At least, yeah, I would say that. But this one's not about me actually. It's about my buddy. Um, because we already talked about Sand Valley and how they tried to fuck us. Um, <laughs> I guess I did. I guess not screw him over, but a little bit last year. So last year, my buddy came on this golf trip, and it's a guy I played high school golf with, and he's now a golf pro, but, like, now like a PGA, like, actual on the tour, like, the PGA professional ones or whatever that run the golf courses. He's one of those, because he's really not that good, to be honest. I hope he's listening. <laughs> um, but when we're there, we play the par three course after every single 18-hole round, and so, and all you do is take, like, basically your wedge, your potter, like, go barefoot, grab a case of beer, and just walk around this 18-hole, like, mini, or uh, par three course. Every hole is, like, 100 yards or less, basically. Well, my buddy on it, and it's kind of the guy we always make fun of, you know, on the trip. Like, he doesn't quite fit in as well as everybody else, but, so it's funny just to rip on him. Well, what happened? Why you are? <laughs> well, everyone else is like ex hockey players and like I don't know, are just similar. And he's kind of just I don't know. I don't know how to describe him, but it's just the guy you kind of like to rip on a little bit. But anyways, he ends up making a hole in one on this par three course. Which I mean, if you ask me, I guess I don't know what your thoughts are, Adam. But a hole in one on a par three course is like if someone asks you to get a hole in one, be like. Well, yeah, I got one on a hole-in-one, or on a par-three course. Like, you can't be like, yeah, I got a hole-in-one. No, I would I would definitely say I got a hole-in-one. <laughs> I guess you don't play golf either, so it's a little different. But I would never be like, yeah, I got a hole-in-one. I would have to, like, let everyone know that I got it on a par-three course. Because you're playing 18 holes in a row that are all, like, 100 yards and in. So, it's, I mean, your odds are a lot better, essentially. But anyway, so he gets this hole-in-one. And... Everybody knows that once you get a hole-in-one, like, you have to buy drinks for everybody after the round. But because of COVID, it was kind of like the start last year, but they were still open at this time in, like, May of last year, that, like, their restaurant wasn't open and stuff. So we go back to, like, our cabin, and a buddy a buddy and myself end up calling the clubhouse and being like, hey, everybody got a hole-in-one, and he doesn't know we're doing this. And we, we ended up ordering, like, I think it was, like, $1,600 worth of booze. And it was just, like, a bunch of wine and bottles and whiskey and whatever. And so, eventually, he, like, finds out that we did this. And, like, they, at the clubhouse, like, we ordered so much crap that they had to, like, put it in, like, the back of, like, a beer car. Like, not just a regular golf car. Like, they had to, like, get one of the cooler-looking carts. And they drove it up there. And my buddy found out we did this, and he's all pissed. He's like, I don't make as much money as some of you guys. Like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if we would have went to the bar after the round, bought a bunch of drinks for everyone, like, it would have been just as expensive. But anyway, so he waits for them at the door. And basically tells this nice cart kid and cart girl to turn around and he's not accepting the uh, $1,600 order, essentially. So then I end up calling again, I think. I don't know, it's kind of blurry at this point. But we end up getting like a single bottle or something or something. I don't know, something like that. But I don't know. I would have ended up, or me and my other buddy would have like just split it if he wasn't such you know a dick about it, essentially. But he waited there to send him back. So, anyways, we didn't end up getting our free drinks. This kid got a hole-in-one. And I saw he sent a snap not that long ago. 
and they got like these little shovel things. It's kind of like, like it's like putting the ball on the wall, but they use like a little shovel for this course. And he put it on the wall. I'm just like, I mean, I don't know if I would do that. It's a par three course. Like it's not the same as a regular hole in one, but anyways, that's the hole in one story from Sam Valley. Hopefully when I'm there, I get one, and then I'm gonna call it a real hole-in-one because I got it, but for right now, it's not a real hole-in-one. Again, I, I, you're making fun of him for framing the ball. I might've framed my hat, my underwear, the club. <laughs> I might've grabbed a bag of sand, some grass. Hole-in-one's a hole-in-one, man. No, it's it's not. There's, there's very different hole-in-ones for sure. It was like 65 yards. Yeah. Well, if you told me it was that short. Well, like, if it's 80, does it make a big... I mean, it's you're playing every hole from, like... It's, like, chipping distance away, essentially. I mean, it's not still not easy to do, but... I mean... Still. I assumed it was, like, 100-plus. No. Like, it's... All the, all the holes are within, like, 100 yards. Like, the 100... 100's probably the longest hole, essentially. Like, there's one hole where my buddy Quinn, who's probably... Well, he's, he's better than Adam, but, like... If Adam started to play and tried to play, could like eventually get to this level. So he shoots like mid nineties. He used a putter for the entire course at one point, <laughs> and he almost made a hole in one on one hole to be honest, because he basically just putted it down this hill right under the green. So yeah, I, I don't know what you're doing. You're just sitting there placing bets now. I'm placing my bets. <laughs> it's a bet and podcast. <laughs> well, I, we still need a conversation. This what do you want me basically to, over. What do you want me to say? I wasn't there. <laughs> I don't golf. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't know. Add some content. Nevada Trap, were you there? What? How, how emotional Add did you Add some color. <laughs> I was there, and the kid freaked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and it got uncomfortable for a minute. Yeah, it certainly did. Thank you for that insight. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Well, also, he's not coming back on the trip this year, so... Oh, he didn't make the cut? Well, I mean, technically he was invited, but he became a head golf pro this year. And he initially, when I sent out, like, are you in for sure, like, yes or no, trying to get confirmations as it got closer, he was, like, one of the first people to respond. I was like, I'm in. And then I get a text from one of my other buddies, like, just... Or I, t- I was texting him about something else. I don't know. But it was like a, like maybe a month later. And he's like, hey, is Bonky still in? Like, he told me, I was talking to him the other day, that he might not be coming now or something. Or he couldn't get off work or whatever it was. And so then I had to text this kid and be like, are you still coming? It's like, we're not that far away. It's like two months. we got to fill your spot. I mean, there's 16 guys. It's going to be a Ryder Cup style. Like, you can't just show up with 15 guys. And he hadn't told me a thing yet. To me, he was, like, one of the most people in. And he made it sound like because he was the head pro now that, like, he had more flexibility. Well, turns out he doesn't. So he got kind of the, the boot, or I guess booted himself. But we replaced him pretty quickly, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Got it. Is that your... That's 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 Reggie's story for, for this. I, I have more. I only have so many. I think we're going to need people to start submitting stories. we got to get people to listen first. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of it. I, I got like six, seven more stories probably that are like fairly golf-related. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we got some time. Yeah. But then we need some people to start submitting them so then we can read off their ridiculous stories. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a plan because I have, basically, unless you want to hear me at the driving range, 
or putt putt golf. I think it would be funny to see you at the driving range, but <laughs> well, we can have a we can have a Sunday sweats outing at the driving range, maybe. Yeah. Well, top golf light seltzers. Well, actually, I am playing golf this weekend. So, who are you going with? Uh, Trav's going. Nikki Shea's going, and Drew, who might make a guest appearance at some point. Got it. Going. It's gonna be like fifty nine degrees. Where are you guys outside. going? Um, Glencoe, uh, somewhere north. Okay. Uh, Nikki Shea already had a tee time. Uh, Cause I was trying to find tee times, and I texted him to see if he wanted to play, and he's like. Well, actually, I already have a tee time. I got no one to play with, so does this course work? And I was like, that's great, because I was trying to look for tee times, and there wasn't much out there, because it's supposed to be, like, one of the nicest days we've had in Chicago on, like, a Sunday. Oh, you're going Sunday? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, everybody, don't don't look forward to Sunday sweats again. So we're the Monday sweats yep, now. we're going to the Monday sweats. I don't know if we can change our name on uh, RSS, but I'll, I'll do some digging, I guess. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so do our 11 listeners. Yeah, I think they do too. All right, well, that's all we have today. So, Well, for those listeners that aren't going to be tuning into the Kenyan Open, uh, it is March Madness this week. It is March Madness this and week. if you want a hot tip from Nevada Trav, you ride the must bus. Arkansas is 55-1 to 1 to win it all. Hell yeah. All right, we got... Nevada. Nevada <laughs> roots in the Errol Mu- Eric Musselman. Coming. The Muss Bus. The Muss Bus. The Muss Bus. So hop on the Arkansas train. Boo Pig Suey. Boo Pig Suey. <laughs> Is that it? That's all we got.